1: Alright, hour number two is underway at 8 minutes past 10 o'clock on this Wednesday, the 23rd morning of the 12th month of the year of our Lord 2020. That makes this the eve of Christmas Eve, and um, I wanna, I'm want to i going to do it again before we're done, I promise, but I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I hope you have a blessed uh, holiday, and I certainly hope you are going to tune in the next couple of days, even though we will not be live. This will be our last live show of the week. Uh, on, on Tomorrow, we'll have a best-of show, so some of the best discussions, interviews, uh, commentary, monologues that we've done over the past few months at some point or another will be included in the best of show tomorrow, so you're going to want to listen to that anyway. And then on uh, Friday, a very special treat for you during this uh, time slot: Christmas in America, the production, the live stage show production of our good friends at the Public Square Media Company, uh, which is uh, also uh, run by um, the AP Roundtable, the American Policy Roundtable, and the Ohio Roundtable. My friends, Rob Walgate and Dave Zanotti—they do such a phenomenal job of doing Christmas in America now 10 years in a row. And I think this will be the fourth year in a row that we take that two-hour stage presentation they do, which is such a glorious, uplifting, family-style Christmas celebration. And, um, and uh, we broadcast it on Christmas morning during this show from 9 to 11, and I, uh, it'll be the fourth year in a row, I think, maybe fifth, but I think fourth, and I'm very much looking forward to that, and I think you're going to enjoy it. And I know my family and I did when we went to it back on December. Oh, it was my birthday. I actually uh, performed it on December 5th, and we'll have that for you on Friday. So this is our last day, uh, live show of the, date, or, uh, of the week, I should say, so if you want to be heard on any or all of these things, uh, it's open lines for the second hour of the program, free for all Wednesday. Doesn't have the same ring as free-for-all Friday, but it's free-for-all Wednesday for the next hour. 216-901-0945, 888-281-1110. I am, before I go to calls, um, mystified by what's going on in in Washington, D.C. right now. This is such a bizarre thing. I mean, Rand Paul is about as tight with the purse strings as any, anybody. He is a libertarian. He does not believe in excessive spending. He believes in uh, fiscal responsibility. And he jokingly or mockingly commented uh, on Monday, I guess it was, about the idea of spending $600 per American and then all of the rest of this 900 uh uh, uh Billion dollar spending or a COVID relief bill, I should say, saying, well, if this is the answer to all of our problems, why stop giving it, uh, stop it giving 600? Why don't we give a thousand? Why don't we give a 2,000? Now, he was mocking that because, of course, he doesn't believe in giving money away like that. But he said, let's just do that. if that's It, it was very similar to people, including myself, who criticized the idea of a $15 minimum wage because people say, oh, that's the solution to poverty. Everybody should make a living wage so they can do this, that, and the other thing. Uh, never mind all of the myriad of uh, you know uh, ramifications of such a thing, but we used to say the same thing. Well, if it's just a matter of giving people more money as, as minimum wage, why don't we mandate twenty-five dollar an hour in minimum wages? If there's no ramifications, how about fifty? Everybody will have unlimited money to spend. Just print more of it, right? So that's how Rand Paul was, and little did he know some people were going to take that seriously. Including the president, who said, Yeah, I want 2,000, not 600. Now, the key, and, and, and this is why I said it's kind of, you know, making my head spin, because then the president was echoed by Uber socialist AOC, who said, Yeah, 2,000 a person, let's do it right now. Uber uh, idiot uh, Sharia Talib in Michigan, Yay, let's do it right now. Supposed conservative senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. Hey, yeah, let's do 2000 a person right now, and in fact, let's go further. So it's so bizarre that you have fiscal hawks, along with socialist spenders, along with normal moderates, all saying, let's spend $2,000 uh, 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 on every American as COVID stimulus relief. And it just makes you wonder, what am I supposed to support? If Trump supports it and AOC supports it, am I supposed to like it or hate it? Well, I want to clarify some of this for you. The answer is both. If the only thing Congress does to fix this bill, and I use that word in air quotes, fix this bill, is to increase the payments to people from six hundred to two thousand, then you should hate this. That's what the AOCs and the Nancy Pelosi's of this world support. More spending, more, 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 without cutting it in other places to balance the scale or the ledger. Okay? If the $2,000 per, per, per person up from $600 is greenlit for COVID relief and the extra money the extra 1400 bucks per person comes out of the Sudan relief budget, the Pakistan gender programs budget, the fisheries, uh, uh fisheries re-fisheries budget, the studying the effects of steroids and painkillers on horses budget. If it comes out of the uh, uh, a Democrats' extraordinarily dangerous carbon and climate budget, studying budget, in other words, if the $900 billion COVID relief bill is indeed cut to just the $2,000 per person, and we actually have a net savings on this, and Americans truly are put first rather than second, third, or fourth in the global order, then you should love it. So understand, the $2,000 per person President Trump is promoting is indeed fiscally responsible because he wants the rest of that stuff cut. The two thousand dollars a person that Pelosi and AOC and others are supporting is absolutely to be despised because they want that on top of the rest of the quote unquote foreign aid and and you know personal pet projects to the arts and the climate this and that and the other thing that the um, uh, that the uh, liberals really want. So understand that there is a difference there. And by the way, I do want to also hit this just real fast because this is important um, with respect to the climate change slash alarmism being a cornerstone, a cornerstone of the Joe Biden administration if it does come to pass. There is a fantastic montage, maybe I'll save this for the next segment, a fantastic montage, it's not that long, but of tons of Biden incoming cabinet members calling for a carbon tax. Carbon tax, carbon tax, carbon tax. They all want a carbon tax. They want you to literally pay a tax on your own existence to relieve the climate of some of the stress of our carbon output. Never mind the fact that our carbon output in, in this country has been higher. Uh, or I beg your pardon. Let me re- rephrase that. The decrease in our carbon emissions as a country has been so stark, it's, the, it's going to sound very convoluted, but it's the, it's the sharpest decrease, in other words, the highest amount of negative carbon that we have had since, well, since the Paris Climate Accords were even written. In other words, President Trump withdrew us from the Paris Climate Accords, which demanded that America's largest industrialized nations and thus largest carbon emitters and polluters cut their carbon emissions by a certain amount, um, we we quit that Paris Climate Accord and actually over the last four years continue to cut our carbon emissions more significantly and drastically than any other industrialized nation. And as a matter of fact, the world's biggest polluters, Ch- uh, China and India, continue to not be held accountable by the Paris Climate Accords. So just to throw that to you. Okay, let's go to uh, Sister Mary Grace who's calling from Old Brooklyn. Uh, Sister, good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead.
2: Oh, God bless you. I'm wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. It's, oh, what a beautiful day. You have to understand God is in control. He will always be in control. And they're after our dollars. They want to devaluate our dollars. Well, Mary's not playing with you. And I say it, and I'll say it well. We're not playing games with you. This is my life and all of our lives and our freedom. And this planned pandemic, you know, it's, not, it's called the scam pandemic <laughs> but it's not evaluating that. that people knew certain things, and that's what it is all about. But there's a beautiful man that, uh, his name is Jay Bhattikaira. Get him on your program. He is brilliant. He's from Increment, Dale College. And I get those good news
1: well i'll tell you what i appreciate the blessings sister mary grace and i thank you for the tip as well and i appreciate your phone call i hope you have a very merry christmas as well and uh yes let us indeed spread god's grace thank you so much sister let's go to patrick also uh in uh, mayfield heights patrick you're on the air good morning go ahead
3: good morning bob merry christmas to you and your and, family
1: and to you thank you patrick
3: <clears throat> thank you i'm um, just calling to say that uh i have observed dave greenspan since he's been in elected office he is the hardest working elected official i have ever seen we would be in great shape if we can clone him merry christmas to you
1: well well thank you for the phone call i'm sure he would uh, certainly appreciate the kind words obviously dave is uh, not going to be continuing in his service um which I'm not going to comment on because that's not a decision that I made. I didn't have a chance because I'm not in the 16th uh, district in the state. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I certainly appreciate Dave Greenspan for his willingness to come on and address these issues that uh, very few others are. I told, told him off the air the same thing that I told him on the air. Uh, I, I counted him among the potential weak links in the uh, overriding of Senate Bill 311's veto because of statements that were attributed to him in the press and from some sources in Columbus. By the way, neither of which were Candace Keller, uh, even though I had her on last week. She did not identify him or comment about him, but I did have other people say that he and Manning were the two biggest question marks there, which I talked about on the air last week. Dave reached out to me and said, hey, can I speak on this because that's not true and i said yeah let's speak on it and he spoke on it off the air to me first and i of course invited him on the air so we can clear that record however while i may indeed withdraw um you know that thanks to his clarification i I've, by the way that's exactly what i said i would do for larry aboff um you know whom i have just been disgusted by and i've been very outspoken in criticism of For this last week and a half, two weeks, if you call me and speak to me and thus speak to your constituents and the people of this state by, you know, through the power of the microphone here, if you call me and explain to me this is why you did what you did and it was reasoned and responsible and defensible, even if I disagree on it, I will respect that and I will clear the record. But Larry Aboff has hidden from all of these questions, including from personal friends and conservative colleagues of his, um, not elected officials, but that he has spoken with in the past that he basically cut out of the loop for the last few weeks since he made his promise of holding a veto override. Larry Aboff, if you want people to stop dragging your name through the mud, mud by the way that you yourself have jumped into, if you want us to stop, Speak. Get on the air. doesn't have to be with me. Get on the air with somebody and explain yourself. And I will clear the record for you in the same way that I I will allow you to clear the record, perhaps, is a better way to say it, in the same way that Dave Greenspan just did. Maybe we're all wrong. Maybe we don't know anything we're talking about. Then speak on it. Because as of now, all we see you is, is a spineless Self-preservation directed individual, meaning you prioritize your own personal career after your term limit, uh, term limited, your term is ended essentially due to term limits is what I'm laboring to say. Um, And you angle for a post in a DeWine administration or a judgeship that would be even be more protected. So if you want to speak to that, Larry, the line is open. And I know people who are friends with Larry Aboff listen to me because they have contacted me and asked me to lighten up on him because he's been a good, solid conservative. Okay. Until now. So you want to speak to it, uh, you know, call Larry. Listeners who are friends of Larry Alboff, let him know. Because I'm sure Larry's not listening to me. Let him know he's got an open invitation to come on here and defend all of the decisions he has made and including... Uh, including his uh, hiding in uh, Joe Biden's basement rather than addressing this thing head on on Senate Bill 311. I'll be right back. I have to let this play for a minute. This is my favorite Christmas song, I think. Well, there's different types. Obviously. I love Little Drummer Boy. I love Mary Did You Know. I love Let It Snow. There's a lot of them. But this one just puts me in a good mood every time I hear it. I just does. Turn this up a little bit, Andrew.
0: Jingle bell time is a swell time To go gliding in the one-horse lane Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up
1: your Yeah, this will put you in the mood. This will put you in a Christmas spirit, whether there's snow on the ground on Christmas Eve tomorrow or not. It'll put you in the mood. It's, it's, I enjoy it. I really do. What I enjoy hearing much less than that, however, is um, this type of uh, ridiculous fantasy from... Uh, uh, the Biden administration or the incoming Biden administration Joe Biden Kamala Harris and uh, their expected Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen uh, all of them and in and, and fact multiple members of the uh, incoming Biden administration of all uh, uh, essentially championed a carbon tax they, they want to literally tax you for living and breathing and yes emitting carbon uh, they save for the betterment of the planet. Listen to this little montage I was telling
4: you about. Well, guess what? First thing I do is going to repeal this Trump tax cut. Oh, not a joke. You've said you would repeal all of Trump's
2: tax cuts, but do you mean just for the wealthy or for the middle class too? Because Trump did give the
4: middle class a tax cut.
0: Would you support uh, a carbon tax? Other ca- some other candidates said
1: they would.
4: Yeah, no, I, I, I would. You no, know, I would raise and raise billions of dollars, raise the corporate tax rate from 20 to 28%. Now, this
1: one seems to be into other taxes besides just the, the carbon tax, so I've got that uh, montage apparently in a different place. But um, let me give it one more try here. Let me see if this works.
2: But we also believe that we have to have some form of tax on carbon.
0: I support pricing carbon. I would not call it tax, but there's yeah, a way of price I call it tax because it
3: is, but carbon price is Okay. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> It's insulting to common sense. What we need to do is pass an energy comprehensive policy that prices carbon. What
2: I would recommend for the United States that hopefully we will, in the years ahead, go in this direction, is simply to put in place a carbon tax.
0: Would you support uh, a carbon tax? Some other candidates said they would.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I would. And under my plan, there will also be a, a carbon fee.
1: Carbon tax at every level of the uh, potentially incoming Biden administration. Um, It is among the many, many, many things that um, are going to facilitate the end of this republic as you know it, if we don't stop it. And to that end, I would remind you, the only way we can stop it is by holding Georgia and maintaining our firewall in the United States Senate. Something we haven't talked much about. But we only have a few days left. It is, what, today is the 23rd, so we are uh, 13 days away from the January 5th runoff election in Georgia, which will indeed determine full control of the Senate and, thus, the survivability of this republic. We can talk more about that on the other side, more of your phone calls, too. We are free for all the rest of the way on AM 1420, The Answer. This is AM 1420, The Answer. WHK, W273, DG, Cleveland. Oh,
4: the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. All right,
1: you know what I want to do here? Just because we've got the music playing, the Christmas music playing, it's our last live broadcast before Christmas. Tomorrow, of course, Christmas Eve, we'll have a best-of show for you. And um, uh, Christmas Day on Friday, we'll have uh, Christmas in America, that presentation for you. What I want to do now, since we're doing this Christmas music thing, is I want to stick a finger in the eye of every music station in town that is playing Christmas music and refusing to play Baby It's Cold Outside, right? Every Christmas station that is playing, or every uh, music station that is playing Christmas music, have you heard it yet? I have not heard one time anybody playing Baby It's Cold Outside because last year, if you recall, somebody decided, some woke liberals decided that Baby It's Cold Outside is offensive and that it promotes date rape. Yeah, and guess what? They canceled a Christmas classic. It is. Now, this particular uh song isn't necessarily about Christmas. It's just about winter. It's cold outside, like so many others. Kind of like Let It Snow. Let It Snow, which you just heard. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's not a Christmas song in particular. It's not talking about Santa, this, that, or the other thing, or Jesus, or it's not religious or secular. It's just about winter and the season. But, um, Baby It's Cold Outside has been cancelled by the woke left. You're not allowed to sing that song anymore. Apparently you're not allowed to hear that song anymore. So I think just in... Uh, in an effort to tell them to go pound their wokeness and shove it right up their chimney.
2: I really can't stay. But baby,
1: it's cold outside.
2: I've got to go but away. But baby,
5: it's cold outside.
2: This evening is has been,
5: been that so
2: very in. nice.
5: I'll hold your hands. They're just like I My ice.
2: mother will start to Beautiful.
5: worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? And
2: father, be pacing the floor. Listen
5: to the fireplace. So roll. really
2: I'd better
5: speak. please don't Well,
2: maybe just a half a drink. Put more. some
5: records on while I pour. The
2: neighbors might think Maybe
5: it's bad out there.
2: See, what's in this drink?
5: No camps to be had out there.
2: I wish I knew. Your how
5: eyes are like starlight now. to
2: break the spell.
5: I'll take your hand. Oh. Your hair looks I wet
2: I want to say no, no, no Mind if say.
5: I'm moving At closer. least
2: I'm gonna say that I tried What's
5: try? the sense of hurting my
2: pride I really can't stay Baby,
5: don't hold out Ah, oh, but
2: it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside I simply must but, go baby,
5: it's cold outside
2: The answer but is no Maybe it's
5: cold outside
2: This welcome How is big lucky
5: that you dropped So it.
2: nice and warm Look
5: out the window at that storm. My store. sister
2: will be suspicious Gosh,
5: your lips look delicious My
2: brother will be there at the door Waves
5: dark. upon the tropical
2: shore My maiden aunt Mind is Ooh, vicious. Your lips
5: are delicious. Well, maybe
2: just a cigarette. You never
5: such a blizzard before. I've got to get But, home. baby, you freeze out there.
2: Say, uh, lend me a call. It's cone. up
5: to your knees out there. You've
2: really been I great
5: when you touch my But hand.
2: don't you see How
5: can you do this thing to There's me There's bound
2: to be talk tomorrow Think
5: of my life long At sorrow. least
2: there will be plenty
5: involved If you caught pneumonia and I really died, can't Get stay. over that old doubt Ooh,
2: oh, baby, but it's, it's cold, cold.
1: goodness gracious that just absolutely had to be done so snowflake leftists who don't want to hear that song on the christmas playlist anymore like i said take and stuff it right up your chimney uh because that is that is going to happen uh, what a great song, too. It's about romance. It's about, it's about the, the timeless art of seduction. And come on, you know, you want to stay. Yeah, I know I do, but my mom and my dad will be worried. I should go. Oh, okay, give me another drink. Okay, let me have another cigarette. She wants to stay, but they turned it into something disgusting. They turned it into something repulsive because the left does just that. Dennis Prager has said it. I will repeat it. The left ruins everything they touch including Christmas music. TJ's in Brooklyn on AM 1420, The Answer. Hey, T.J., good morning. Go right ahead.
6: Morning, Bob. Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners. You know, this carbon Thank You, sir, to thing, you too. I, I don't know if people remember, but Obama's uh, energy czar a few years ago made the statement about how much carbon our pets emit. These people are going to incorporate a carbon tax on our cats and dogs. I have no doubts about this. You know, I'm looking at my shepherd. She's the size of a small cow. What the hell is she going to cost me? Am (laughs) I going to have to trade her in for a chihuahua? You know, and, and, you know, they're not going to stop. there. They're going to start looking at us people and saying, you know, the more overweight you are, the more carbon you emit. We're going to have to put a fat tax on the people. They're not going to stop at anything, Bob. They're going to do this. I mean, and they even said it, like I said, under Obama. Uh, these people are nuts. They're crazy. This is what we're in store for. And I'd like to say one other thing, Bob. You know, my favorite Christmas carol sure. always have been Ave Maria. I think that was one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Uh, I just, you know, they don't play it, it too much, you know. But, no, well, they yeah. don't. You know,
1: and it's not that they shy away from uh, from religious stuff. You know, the actual real reason for the season, as they say, you know, which of course we celebrate and commemorate the birth of Christ. It's because the, you know, they do play Little Drummer Boy and they do play Silent Night. They do play, you know, a lot of religious ones. But yeah, uh, I agree with you. That's a beautiful
6: song. But uh, we're just get in store, open our wallets, get rid. Like I said, uh, it, the poor people that have service dogs. Can you see a blind person walking around with a Chihuahua leading them across the street? I mean, this is, <laughs> it, it, I, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, it's kind you know, of it's, funny, be, but, but you it's know, not funny.
1: No, put no, put nothing past them. I mean, look, that, that little montage, and thank you, TJ, for the call. Merry Christmas to you and yours too. It's, um, that little montage I played wasn't news anchors. Like a lot of times I'll play news anchors, you know, uh, repeating themselves. CNN and MSNBC anchors saying this, that, or the other thing about Donald Trump or about Russia collusion, blah, blah, blah. Those were incoming cabinet members. Seriously, they are all like-minded, and John Kerry is going to lead the way. I did an interview last week, a really important interview, uh, about John Kerry and his role uh, in, in the upcoming administration. He's a former Secretary of State. Now he's going to he be the climate czar, and he's going to have cabinet-level powers. He's going to direct the new, younger Secretary of State, who doesn't know what he's doing, into all of these policies and uh, 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 protocols that are going to just destroy Americans. Carbon taxes will crush this economy. Carbon taxes will take not to mention, as I started to play the wrong clip there a few minutes ago, of all of the other taxes that are going to be raised. Joe Biden has declared that yes, he is going to on day one roll back and repeal the Trump tax cuts. And the Trump tax cuts gave every American family somewhere between, if you're in the middle class, twelve hundred and two thousand dollars per year in savings, tax savings. So your taxes are going up on that. Your boss's taxes are going up because he's going to raise the corporate tax rate, so all of the companies that employ people, uh, their taxes are going to go up, which means that your probably salary is going to go down, or prices on goods and services are going to go up, which is going to harm uh, your company and the ability for them to continue to, to grow. I mean, well, this isn't news, and I'm not breaking any new ground here. But they're going to raise all of your taxes, and then they're going to use their pet projects like climate change to really put you uh, in a very, very tough spot, in an almost impossible spot. Carbon taxes will be devastating to this economy. Entering the Paris Climate Accord will be devastating to this economy. And when I say this economy, that's a bland term, right? That doesn't show a face. The economy doesn't have a face, you have a face. You, your bank account, your own personal ability to survive and thrive and pay your bills and uh, make your purchases and do the things that you need, need and want to do. That is what is going to be devastated by that. So, yeah, and so TJ's right. Will they, will they indeed uh, institute a carbon tax on people? Yes. Will they also do it on animals? You better believe it because what have they already said? I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but what have they already said in the Green New Deal? They want to eliminate cows. They want to eliminate cows because of cow flatulence. <laughs> I mean, it arms the economy or the, uh, the environment, they say. Uh, so they're going to tax the living day lots out of cattle ranchers and pig farmers and, yes, dog breeders and probably, like TJ was saying, dog owners as well. So just, um, prepare for it there's just no other way to to say it we are we are in uh, some very dire straits uh if uh, if in need and and let me back up for one second to what i said prior to the the news break if of course we lose our firewall all of the above is going to be impactful regardless it's going to be destructively impactful, meaning not something we can survive and recover from if we lose the firewall. So Georgia, 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 I got Georgia on my mind. Devil went down to Georgia. We should play all Georgia music next week leading up to uh, New Year's Day and uh, specifically up to uh, January 5th and the runoff down there. Uh, because I've got Georgia on my mind and so should you. It is our only chance to keep, preserve, and protect this republic. All right, uh, going to get a timeout here. Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five. We'll try to come right back to some calls, but I'm also hunting for a, another song. Um, last year, when we had the discussion about the um, uh, "Baby It's Cold Outside," uh, you know, controversy that the left created, the snowflakes created, trying to say this is about date rape, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, one of our uh, musical producers, one of our genius producers, uh, put together a great parody of that last year, and I'm trying to find it again for this year. It just dawned on me uh, that we have that someplace. We're going to try to find that and share that with you as well as we get you inch you ever closer to Christmas Eve tomorrow, our best of show, uh, Christmas in America on Friday, which uh, is a tremendous po- uh, a broadcast of the Public Square Media Network. Uh, So I'm very much looking forward to sharing those things with you. But we're getting closer to Christmas. We're trying to get into that spirit. We'll have a little fun with that song if we can find it when we come back on AM 1420, The Answer.
3: Tiny tots with
4: their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight Jingle
5: bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way
1: yeah, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, okay, um, 1052. A um, couple of other notes that I did want to get to. Uh, I played this for you in the first uh, segment of the show, and I want to share it with you again. As we get closer and closer to the end of this Congress, and we're only, what, about 10 days away or so from it, um, and the start of the new Congress, um, this is this is a difficult road for us to navigate. Um, I said before, if Trump agrees on a $2,000 spending bill and Nancy Pelosi agrees on a $2,000, not $2,000 spending bill, $2,000 per American as a part of a big spending bill, a COVID relief bill, are we supposed to love it or hate it? If Pelosi likes it, we should hate it, right? If Trump likes it, we should love it. Well, it just depends on the rest of it, the side story. And that's what I want to share with you again. If you did not hear the president's full remarks on his call for a $2,000 uh Uh, $2,000 check for each American, $4,000 per married couple. Uh, That's what this is about, and I want you to hear the context of it from the president, because this is what you should absolutely support.
4: Throughout the summer, Democrats cruelly blocked COVID relief legislation in an effort to advance their extreme left-wing agenda and influence the election. Then, a few months ago, Congress started negotiations on a new package to get urgently needed help To the American people, it's taken forever. However, the bill they are now planning to send back to my desk is much different than anticipated. It really is a disgrace. For example, among the more than 5,000 pages in this bill, which nobody in Congress has read because of its length and complexity, it's called the COVID relief bill. But it has almost nothing to do with COVID. This bill contains $85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, $134 million to Burma, $1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment, $25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan. $505 $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama.
1: Don't let these dollar figures and these locations just go in one ear and out the other. Understand the depth of this. These are your tax dollars that are supposed to be coming back to you in the form of COVID relief that are being sent
4: into all of these places. $40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business, $1 billion for the Smithsonian, and an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not open. $7 million for reef fish management, Twenty-five billion million to combat Asian carp, two point five million dollars to count the number of amberjack fish in the Gulf of Mexico. Are you hearing these things? A provision to promote the breeding of fish oh. in federal hatcheries, three million dollars in poultry production technology, two million dollars to research the impact of down trees, five hundred and sixty six million dollars for construction projects at the FBI. The bill also allows stimulus checks for the family members of illegal aliens, allowing them to get up to $1,800 each. This is far more than the Americans are given.
1: $1,800 each for illegal aliens. We get $600 per person. The, your tax dollars are going to those people who did not pay tax dollars because that is uh, what... Congress does, and I'm going to close this portion with the president making his demand, which is right.
4: Who need it? It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault, not their fault. I am asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation. Including and especially all
1: of that foreign aid, which we cannot uh, afford to provide right now while Americans are suffering here at home. Uh, Matthew is in Medina on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Matthew, go ahead.
3: Good morning, Bob. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, and to you as I, well, sir. I'll make this quick. Uh, back in 19... I'm a World War II veteran, and we came back in 1945 in December... We went into Dry Dock with my ship, the USS Prairie, and uh, there was a place called Rodman Center. It was just off the Dry Dock. We would go there. They had a bowling alley there. They had a little restaurant there, and they had a a jukebox there, and they were playing this record, Baby, It's Cold Outside, in 1945. I thought it was just beautiful, and if their mind is in the gutter, well, then it's in the gutter, but I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know, we got some awful screwballs running around this country. You know that?
1: You better believe it. Yes, we do. Uh, you're a thousand percent right. We do. And that's their, their goal. Uh, you know, and this is a sad thing. We're, we're at a, uh, you know, uh, what's supposed to be an optimistic time of year. It's a good spirited time of year, the Christmas oh, yeah. season, you know, for the holy reasons and for all of the, just the merry reasons, the family reasons and so on and so forth. And they want to drag as much negativity into it as they possibly can by condemning and criticizing and judging through their woke lens, Christmas music, for goodness sakes. It's really a sad thing, Matthew.
3: Bob, I can tell you, I'm 93 years old, and this is my worst year ever in my life. Can you believe that? Well,
1: Matthew, I want to say this. God bless you, all 93 years of you, with many, many more to come. You sound fantastic. I I would never have guessed you were 93 just from listening to the strength of your voice. Uh, Thank you, and a Merry Christmas to you and your family, Matthew. And you know what? This negative year, this bad year... Um, it can be, um, how do I want to say this? It doesn't have to continue into 2021. We have to make up our minds to do things the right way. Uh, and I think we can indeed, uh, change the direction that we are going in right now. Let's leave it there for the, uh, time being, uh, Christmas Eve tomorrow, a best of show Christmas day on Friday, Christmas in America broadcast for you. Next live show is on Monday after the holiday. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.